to serve or be served? Is that even a question? We'll talk about that today on Bible Time. Hello again, everyone, and thank you for joining me for Bible Time. Today, I want to tackle a subject that we all know is important, but we all sometimes tend to shy away from, and that is service. Now, service can be a gift of the Holy Spirit. The gift of service is spoken of by the Apostle Paul in Romans chapter 12. But I want to go to 2 Timothy chapter 2, and I want to read just a little bit from this. In the very beginning, verse 1, Paul says to Timothy, Therefore, my son, be strong in the grace that is in Christ Jesus. Be strong in the grace that is in Christ Jesus. I mean, that goes for anything. Because the grace that is within us is so great that it, it is powerful. It is power for us. It moves us. It motivates us. But he goes on to say, then a little bit later on, this statement is trustworthy. For if we died with him, we also live with him. If we endure, we also reign with him. If we deny him, he will also deny us. If we are faithless, he remains faithful as he cannot deny himself. But the whole point of that between verse 1 and verse 11, what I just read, is Paul's talking about service, service to God. Now, I know there are probably like two different types of people in this world. And that's a generalization, and I don't like generalizations, but for the most part, you can lump people into to one of two categories. I want to do everything I can for God. I want God to, help, to use me. I pray every day that God will use me. That's one group. The second group is, um, well, I, I can't do that. Uh, I'm not good at that. That's not my calling. Um, nope, not that. You know, they don't know what they should do. We all feel a calling to service. It's a spiritual discipline. It is something that God calls us to do, to serve one another in love, as Galatians says. But we often don't know what to do. And part of that is because the enemy comes in and says, you're not that. And we repeat out those words. Well, I'm not that. I once told a person, this person, I said, you have the gift of evangelism. Oh, no, 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 no. I, I am not like, um, you know, I'm not like those people that on TV and I can't stand up in front of large crowds and I'm not Billy Graham. And like, who said you had to be Billy Graham? I said, you have the gift of evangelism. Billy Graham was called to be an evangelist. There's a difference, you see, between what we read in Ephesians chapter 4, for he called some to be apostles, prophets, pastors, teachers, and evangelists. And then we read the different gifts in 1 Corinthians 12, in Romans chapter 12, in 1 Corinthians 14, and, and all over the place. Paul speaks of the different gifts of the Spirit that are given to us. This person clearly had a gift for evangelism. This person never has been on television, never stood and preached in front of a large crowd of people. But this person, I believe someday could write a book and in that book, lead others to Christ. That's what evangelism is. Spreading the message of Christ in a way that people understand. When you're gifted with evangelism, it's one thing to just tell people, hey, I'm a, I'm a Christian. <clears throat> Somebody with the gift of evangelism does it in such a way that it compels you to want to know more. 
And it's the way that the Holy Spirit works in this person and draws them out. I've told people that I believe they have the gift of pastoral leadership. Oh, no, no, I'm not a pastor. I'm not going to be standing up there on Sunday morning. Okay. You know what? I've been a pastor for at least 23 years now, and I wasn't always standing up front on Sunday morning. But even when I wasn't standing up front on Sunday morning, I was a pastor. Because what does a pastor do? They gather people in. They protect. They teach. They guide. They lead. They do so many things. It's not just preaching. In fact, we could say the gift of being able to preach a sermon like that might fall under prophecy. It could fall under evangelism. It could fall under apostleship. And certainly under pastoral as well. Teaching. It could fall under any of the five from Ephesians 4. But we automatically associate it with pastor. And that's not the case. Someone who has a gift to be a pastor does not have to be a licensed or ordained pastor. They can lead and guide and serve people through their gift. So this is a two-part Bible time here. I wanted to bring out this little bit about 2 Timothy, about service. 2 Timothy chapter 2, and I encourage you to read it for yourself because it's really good when Paul's exhorting, which is another gift of the Spirit, exhorting Timothy to to follow the lead of God in service. And I want to ask you to go to God and say, God, what do you want me to do? You know, it could be something, a, a thankless job as running the soundboard so that the person up front singing the solo sounds great. It could be cleaning the church So that when people come in on Sunday morning, it smells wonderful and there's no dirt on the floor. It could be something like that. Or it could be doing the dishes after a meal. You know, things need to be done. And when we rely on just a few people to do it all, (laughs) those people are going to get burned out. But service can also be very public and very out front. But that's why God made some people to be extroverted and some are introverted. It's find out what your personality is. Take a Myers-Briggs test. It'll take you about 25 minutes. You can find them on the internet. And they're great to tell you what kind of personality you have. And from there you can learn, oh, okay, well, I like to be around people just a little bit of the time, but most of the time I like to read and I'm I'm introspective and okay, then write a book. Oh, well, maybe that's too much. Well then do the dishes and, you know, off in the corners because they need to be done. Or maybe you're very boisterous and outgoing and flamboyant and you, you can do something wonderful with that. Find out what your gift is. Take a spiritual gifts test. Find out what you are really good at. You might have the gift of wisdom and not even realize it. And then you can use that to just impart wisdom upon people when they're in tough situations. That is something that is very lacking in our church these days. Something that I've been asking God to help me with that I can help people as a pastor. James chapter 1 tells us that if anyone is lacking in wisdom, to ask the Lord for it and it will be given. So find out what you're good at. Step out of your comfort zone and into something new because you're not doing it alone. Because, as he said in the very beginning, be strong in the grace that is in Christ Jesus. Be strong in the, in the grace that is in Christ Jesus. Not only can you do this, but to quote a very good friend of mine, we get to do this. What are you good at? Start there. 
take it to God, be a Christian of service because service to God is a discipline that will bring you closer to God. That's your Bible talk for today. I hope you enjoyed it and I'll talk to you again all real soon and God bless.